Hello, and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. Today has been brought to you by two broken women. <laughs> one who had GCSE day yesterday, one who just can't sleep. Ugh, I've, I, I've, I've, ugh, I'd know. <laughs> I literally have no words. You know what? I went to Broadstairs. I got, I got flashed. Did you? Well, I don't know if it was actually a, a, an official flash. Hey, were you or, just on the beach and someone was getting changed? Or if it was an exhibitionist. I think it might have been the latter. Because it was the morning and dogs are allowed on a certain part of the beach before 10 and after 6. So it was about half past nine. I'd taken Eddie on the beach and I was walking back and then there was this... Um, big like townhouse with a bay window on the first floor and there was just a man stood at the bay window with a curtain around him and I just you just have to glance up and he had a curtain around his waist and he just whipped it away and now I don't know if it was just I don't know what was going on anyway I mean that was just for you but probably other ladies benefited on the way past as well I wouldn't use the word benefits. That <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't be my um, word of choice. Um, but yeah, I, I just I like don't pay him any attention. Don't pay him any attention. Just encouraging him. <laughs> I just find it really weird because, I mean, was he flaccid, Gemma? Yeah, so that's why I think it wasn't a flash. No, flash. I've bad. never been. I luckily never been flashed. I've been. So flashed. I got home and I was like. Mike, I think I might, I don't understand what has just happened. <laughs> but, they, but that's what I mean. I've been flashed uh, by both varieties of penis. Uh, flaccid penis is less threatening. But Yeah, I should imagine. I, I think I would have freaked out if it was the other one. I wouldn't have liked that. It's very aggressive. It is very aggressive. <laughs> but I do always want to be like, I, Without wanting to be disparaging about anyone's body, a flaccid penis is not the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. No. And I made three of them. You know, I'm not downing my handiwork. The ones I've made are lovely, but they're not they're not a thing of beauty. You know what I mean? It was just it was just really weird. It was really weird. But um, yeah, so that was that was um that's what happened to me a couple of days ago. That's that's it for me for this week. That's it. Are we done? She's been flashed. The end. Oh, right. So, what else? Oh, I ate a soft shell crab in batter. I didn't actually eat it. Oh. So what happened was, before we went to Broadstairs, I asked if anyone had any recommendations on Instagram, and a few people said, "Yeah." We went to everywhere, everywhere that people recommended. We went, and it was great. Loved it all. And then we went to this like really posh chippy. Yeah. And they had soft shell battered soft shell crabs. Now, yeah. Normally, I would have eaten them, but most of the time in Broadstairs, I'd spent looking in the rock pools, looking at half-eaten crabs. Why did you? I couldn't quite get my head around it. Mike ate it. Oh, good for Mike. Um, I <clears throat> never liked soft shell crab. Never liked, I don't like crab. I don't like lobster. 
but soft shell crab never liked it until I was about six months pregnant with Jim and then I had a real classic like Joe it's 11 o'clock at night there's a reason Mm -hmm. we live in London you need to go and get me some soft shell crab and he was like you don't like soft shelled crab I was like what's happening what's happening let's go to the sushi place down the road and get me some soft shell crab and now I love it yeah. I'm not sure I could eat a whole one battered. I like it in sushi. You see, that's the thing. It just looked like a battered spider. Yeah, they are spiders of the sea. And like once I thought about that in my head, I was just like, no, this ain't happening. Joe said he, and Joe is a spider wrangler. What? A spider wrangler. He'll pick them up he, with his hands. Uh, spiders. Ugh. Find them. But he said he came up to bed the other day and he went, I just killed the biggest spider I've seen in in England and it was too big for me to pick up. And I was like, how big was it? And he was like, it was the size of my hand. And was it a harvest spider? I was like, what the hell is happening? And he was like... Coming in off the fields, Chippy, you will live in the countryside. It's the it's the time. I I've always lived in the countryside. I've never seen one that big. But maybe that doesn't mean it's not there. I suppose lurking. Maybe my dad was just always plonking them outside to save save his eardrums from my screaming. It's the time of year, everyone, for spider mating. It is, and we've we've had some big big ones, but not that big. In fact, there's one currently sitting in the middle of the bathroom floor. Because uh, Tom's in Cornwall. Um, What's Mike doing? I'm just waiting for Tom to come home. <laughs> does Mike not pick up spiders? No, he does, to be fair. But it was just me and... I don't think actually Mike knows it's there. Me and Ben walked in this morning and Ben went, when's Tom back? <laughs> Jim, when Jim was a baby, Jim would sometimes wander in. He's like my uh, my weird one. And he sometimes would wander in and be like, there's a big spider on the stairs. And I'd be like, oh, my God, Jim, what did you do? And he'd be like, I picked it up and I threw it. And I'd be like, where did you throw it, Jim? What's happening? Why? Why? Uh, I put it under your pillow, Mummy, so that when you went to bed, you'd have some company. Um, So some of mine will sometimes pick them up, but it's rare for one to be so big that Joe... Joe thinks all spiders are lucky, so he doesn't like killing them. And I don't like killing anything. I'm quite Buddhist in that way. I'm not up for death of stuff. But uh, size of a man's hand is not okay. It's not okay, Britain. No. Um, this is very important to say. And I, I'm sorry, everybody. My brain, I, I feel like the laundrettes are getting a real life look into what happens to my head after my adrenaline has been... When your adrenaline is really high... Yeah. And your adrenaline is high to get you through a situation. You're through the situation, and, like, the next day, you're just like... Uh, I I thought something yesterday, because obviously we were chatting a bit yesterday uh, because of your GCSE situation, and we were talking, not that you were taking them, but but I asked you. I wish what, I was. Yeah, spoddy spod spod. Um, 
And I asked you what you got, and obviously you're a geek, so you remembered. And you asked me what I got, and I have no idea. And I know that if I asked my mum, she wouldn't remember. Um, And so for anyone who's dealing with the rough side of GCSE results, and I know that obviously choosing A-level is important, and and there's lots that's tied up in it, and not everyone wants a job as a makeup artist slash life coach slash podcaster. So I know I'm not necessarily aspirational, but I have a very nice house and nice kids and a nice life. And I cannot remember what my GCSEs were. There were there were there were a lot of C's happening. Some B's, some A's. I, I suspect I got two A stars, but I it could be that I got two A's, two B's. I think I got two A's, two B's, and five C's. I think that's what it was. Is that enough? It's just it, well, five C's. Oh, I don't know. Ask me. I don't know. I wasn't there. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's just so bloody confusing now. Why did they have to change it from one to nine? Well, you, Gemma was talking about it. She was like, now it's one to nine. And then at halfway through, you were like, and then there was this. And I was like, wait, what? One's not top. So they've done it one to nine, but nine's the best. Nine is my lucky number. Why not one to ten? Why not a one ten? Out of ten. What's that, the, that for me makes sense. What's wrong with A, B, C? What? Why? Yeah, either do it one to ten and ten's the best, <laughs> or do it one to nine and one's the best. But doing it one to nine and nine being the best is just fucking annoying, and it's messing with those of us. I did remember that I retook part of my maths GCSE. Did you? I got exactly the same mark. And I think after that, my parents were like, well, that's enough. Yeah. I don't know what they were thinking because my mum did her maths GCSE when she was 40 and got a C. We were very happy. Um, we found my dad's maths O-level results when he died. We were going through his papers and he got 3%. So oh, I should have that. Yeah. The- well, was that? I just, in my, in my yeah. head, that was like for writing his name. Yeah, literally. We were like, <laughs> How do you get 3%? Anyway, uh, for, for me, it, it was a signal that the math genes are just not there. Let me tell you this funny story. I've got to write this acronym down because otherwise I'll forget it. She's wearing her Gary jumpsuit. Oh, we're recording this. Also, sorry, everyone, this is going to be late. I'm going to the beach. I've got to record another podcast and I'm going to the beach. Then I'll edit it when I get back. It's we, gonna- were, we were recording a day late because there's actually not a cat in hell's chance that that I could have emotionally been present yesterday to record. Anyway, my mum... I would have quite enjoyed that. My mum my mom did GCS O-level. My mum O-levels, right? And my mum did like home ec or something. And um, my mum was in no way a SWAT. And there's a question that said, what does EPNS stand for? Which apparently is electroplated nickel silver. I only know that because she told me. But my mum didn't know, so she put Elvis Presley not singing. <laughs> um, how did it go, that exam? I think she failed that. Um, <laughs> and also, and also Tom said to me yesterday, as I was like, because he's in Cornwall with my mum and dad, um, and I was talking to him about it, and he went, "Yeah, well, I did. Um, I did put a message on the top of my paper that said, please give me a nice mark. It's my birthday.'" 
Oh, Tom. <laughs> did it? How did that one go? Is that physics? That one, that one went all right. But okay. he did have an he did have a physics exam on his birthday. I, did, I remember it was his last one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I'll, I'll never forget that with my mum, like Elvis Presley, not not singing because my mum, it was still is not as much, but she used to be absolutely obsessed with Elvis Presley. You're, you're obsessed. Um, with Elvis Presley. Yeah, well, that's where, that's where I get it from. Elvis Presley is my guardian angel. I haven't seen the film. I keep wanting to go and see the film, but I'm scared. It will what? Okay, good. Yeah, and, you know, you can't... No one can replace Elvis. I felt we? like that about Walk the Line. Oh, my God, I love that film. And I really liked Walk the Line. But I didn't see the one about Queen... Because no one can, no one, I don't want to see anyone pretending to be Freddie Mercury. And I know that he was really good. I know that, like, that everyone says the actor is amazing. But, uh, yeah. I feel the same about the upcoming Take That musical. God, are you going to be, I'm going to try and get makeup work on it. And then they're take not, they're, not, they're not in it, though, are they? So what you'd have no. to do is, like, surely will be directing it. Gary, Gary, um, just just can I have your input here on on what shade lipstick you're using? What's your vision, Gary? What's, What's your vision? vision also, can you just do a quick FaceTime with my friend? No, I'll be like, Gary, this is my assistant. She, like, she only speaks in ultrasonic sound. I'd be a very good assistant. I'd be very organised. That's not what a makeup assistant does. I'll hand you brushes. Makeup assistant cleans brushes, but also I'd be like, can you just get a base on that real quick? Huh? That means you have to get someone's foundation on perfectly and the right colour. I'll clean the brushes. I'll clean the brushes and talk to Gary. Where's your assistant, Chippy? She's 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 flirting with the director over there. She's following Gary round. We're actually having to physically remove her from the venue in half an hour. My God, my sleeping has been so bad. Oh, I wanted to talk about something. Okay. This is this is almost shameless promotion, but it's for the best of reasons. So I'm a coach. My friend Holly is a coach. We know Holly from Tom and Holly are saving our lives. Or whatever episode that was. Yeah. Um, and we do a coaching group together that's uh subscription. But we do a free thing, a week-long free thing, and we're doing it again in September. And because you and I run a group called Tom Mind Body Soul, which is yeah. about everything not housework, I've just seen a lot of people saying that they don't know who they are. They feel like they've lost themselves. And Holly and I designed Reset Week specifically for people to help like dig deep and find out what they want to be doing, what their goals are, where they want to be, where they've lost themselves. And because I keep seeing it popping up, I think a lot of people are feeling it. And I guess partly it's that thing of like life has returned to normal after COVID and everything's just carried on. Except it's not in any way normal, is it? No. And so there's that thing of like, we had all of those aspir like first lockdown aspirational. I'm going to rethink my entire life. I'm going to write a novel. 
all of that. And then it was just a grind of lockdown and restrictions. And now it's just carrying on. And so, yeah, I just wanted to say that there's a group on Facebook called, I think it's called Reset You by the Coaching Circle. It will open doors again. I think it's the second middle of September sometime. So you just go in. You apply to be in the group. When we're ready to start, we'll let you in. You do it in your own time. It's just a list. It's just a load of exercises to help you dig deep. And then Holly and I are both there, accredited coaches to help you. And I just feel like it might really help some people if they're feeling burnt out. Or yeah, I think yeah, I think it would because I know I'm fucked off. Oh, I'm fucked off. Just generally fuck. Right. I'm sorry. Ramped and oh, ramped. She's coming in. She's perked up. She's the arms are folded. Can I just say always this? Right. How immature is Boris being right now? Right, but what are the choices? I just I woke up this morning. I haven't used my tumble dryer for two weeks. Yeah, right. Mike has gone around the house because he's maths. He's maths man. He's right? in charge of maths. God, God love him. Right, God bless his soul. Right, he said I've gone around. This is that he actually came up to me with a clipboard. Oh. Actually, not. It wasn't a clipboard. But it was. It was like a, a book like this, an A4 book. And he's like, "I've been doing some calculations." And I was like, "All right, Inspector Gadget." And he's like, "No, I'm being serious." Oh. I'll sit down, listening. And he's like, um, "I've worked out that the tumble dryer costs us this much to an average dry. The fridge costs this to run. We don't really need to worry about the fridge. The oven costs this. It's cheaper to use this." He literally went around the whole house. He worked out how much it would cost to run one load on the dishwasher, how much it would cost to run one load on the washing machine. Everything, right? Amazing. He bought these amazing plugs. I think it was like, I want to say £30. I've just plucked that figure out there. He's bought it and there was a pack of five where he plugs. So I've got one in my office that everything plugs into. I've got one in the living room. And you just go onto your phone and turn, it turn, says, it off. turn off Gemma's office and everything goes off standby, right? Because he worked out how much everything was on standby because we don't have a smart meter because they can't fit one because our house is so fucking old. So I haven't used my tumble dryer in over two weeks. So we're being really conscientious. I woke up this morning and it was like, this is the price thing. It's fucking expensive. Again, it's gone up again right for October. Like, Boris has just gone, oh, well, no one wanted me, so I'm going now and I'm not going to help them. It's, that's what he's done. So, it's so like David Cameron, who was like, I caused the shit show that's Brexit, but now now I'm resigning. Bye. Oh, 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 oh sorry. We'll deal with this, shall we, David? You go. We'll clean, we'll clean up your mess. Don't yeah. you worry about it. You just shit on us and we'll just scrape it up whilst you go and have a nice holiday with Sam Cam. You know, and it, it actually, in, in I, I don't mean to be glib about it because 
I'm not glib about it at all, but I'm just really pissed off. I'm just really pissed off with the whole situation. And like you say, you log on to Mind, Body, Soul and you see people saying, um, I've, you know, I'm not feeling myself, this, that, and the other. Mm. Similarly, I'm logging on to like the main Tom group, people in pure panic mm. mode. Mm. And where is the reassurance coming but also, from nowhere? We don't have a mic. The majority of us to go like not that you're showing off. You did very well choosing your second husband. Oh, a mic! I thought you meant not, a mic. No. <laughs> like, not a mic, not a Derek. We don't have a Derek. What, what a mic! What's a microphone got to do with it? I don't understand. It makes everything easier if you've got a Britney Spears headset in life. Yeah. Um, no, everyone let Derek. Uh, not everyone yeah. has a Derek. And. I genuinely wouldn't, if you said, right, I can give you five million pounds if you can go around your house and work out how much it costs to run everything, I, I, that two million would be safe with you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do it. And I think, I, I think I'm in the majority. I don't think, so it just makes you feel so powerless yeah, that's the word completely. And whereas you have some control, I'm not really saying this like, well, Gemma, whereas you have some control, but like you now know you have that feeling of control because you're like, I know that if I run my dishwasher, it's going to cost this much. And I know that it's actually cheaper for me to use this than this. So at least you mm-hmm. feel like you're taking some control back. Whereas for loads of people, it's like, well, the only thing I can control is the stuff that brings my life joy. So I won't be going out. I won't be eating my favourite dinner because I can't afford that. It's just shit. And they're all, they're like the Harrods, who will just carry on blithely as if nothing's happened until our cards stop working and then we'll have some sort of panic. I'll cry a lot and then we'll just stop eating until payday comes. You know another option so, uh, so the things I was talking to Mike about it because um I don't know if you know this about me but I, I do have a tendency to like I like to be organized and prepared oh really I wouldn't have said that about you at all no I know it's, it's I just it's not something I like to talk about a lot really you should maybe um, but... some of that on the internet to let other people know So I um I said to my and what I'm gonna do right is I feel like I'm living in an alternate reality sometimes. So you listen to the news and I'm like, are they just scaremongering us like the news likes to do? Mm. Because I was listening to all this doom and gloom, and then I was like looking around Broadstairs. Everyone's having a jolly old time. Everyone's in the nice restaurants. Everyone's you know, living normally, right? And I'm thinking, and, I, and I, it's messing with my head because I've, I don't know, I just, it's messing. So I'm, it's messing with my head chipping. Mm, it, it's not helping. Well, I think we're stuck slightly between the blitz spirit of the world's going to hell in a handcart. So let's have a nice time in Broadstairs. Yeah. You know? Which is lovely. I, um, I highly recommend Broadheads, but don't go if you're scared of seagulls. 
Okay. Mm. They I mean, are fucking huge. Rules out the coast in general, I think. There's yeah. Um, is very aggressive. Took half of Ben's strawberry ice cream. Outrageous. Out of a cone. Um, yeah, don't go if you, if you don't like birds. Um, I'm about to go to Muddiford. Where? Muddiford. 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 Uh, M-U-D-D-E-F-O-R-D. M-U-D-E-F-O-R-D. Okay, Moodford. Moodford. Uh, so I'm about to go there today, very nice. But my mum's like, well, you've left it too late now. You'll sit in traffic. Oh, yeah, that's my fault. Oh, Joe had to have a medical. He'll, he he's, he's behind on life laundry, so by the time he gets this, hopefully he'll find it funny that I'm sharing it. Uh, Joe had to have a medical this morning and for his health insurance life insurance and very nice nurse came around and she arrived at eight and I was upstairs with the dogs uh in the room in my bedroom because they're annoying and I've basically at quarter to nine I was like this is taking too long so I go downstairs and I then see that on my phone I've had two text messages from Joe saying shall I read them shall I quote shall I quote him Poor Joe. Poor Joe. There's no privacy. I cannot fucking pee. This is so embarrassing. And basically, the poor man had had tea, two pints of water, and had got out her laptop and was just working. Uh, Joe kept going into the downstairs loo and not being able to pee. And so I came downstairs and was like, I can make horses pee. Do you want me to make the noise and do the tickling? He's like, this is so awful. This is so awful. And I was like, you just need to pee into a jug and pour it into the. And I thought, gosh, men don't usually have this. Where if you have kids yeah. or a bladder infection, and Anne and I, I was like, I could literally pee now. Like anyone, I think if you've had children, you're just like ready. <laughs> I can pee anywhere, anytime, in any receptacle, whatever you yeah. want, wherever you want my pee, I can do and it. I'm also extremely precise at aiming. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Because what the fuck is that about? Like the size. When you've got a baby bump big enough that you can't see your feet. And they're like, yeah, but you could pee in this tiny cup. Thanks. I can't see my feet. Anyway, so yeah, Anne was like, yeah. And then before, now I've had kids before I leave the house, I pee three times. And I was like, yeah. So you pee on demand when you're pregnant. You can still pee on demand after you're pregnant. But also your bladder's not quite as strong as it was. So you're peeing all the time anyway. So then I said, great. So Joe's had three pints of water and a big cup of tea. And we're about to go to the beach. Joe's going to be like, where was daddy on that day? Daddy was in the loo. Daddy was just peeing like a racehorse. I do have a top tip for anybody that's heavily pregnant at the moment. Uh, really important to fully empty your bladder when you are weeing. And it's difficult if you have a baby bump pressing on your bladder. So if if whilst you're having a wee, you think you've finished and you're sat down on the toilet, just gently rock back and forth like this. And you'll usually find a little bit more come down, like another half load. Oh, I, wish I'd known that. I wish I'd known that before. Little top tip there from hot me. Hot tip from the doula. Doula corner. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, yeah, but I did. I felt quite smug because I was like, I've, I've, and then he was going, no, I don't need a bigger. She had one of those, she had like a plastic jug for him to pee into. And I was like, you need to just pee into something bigger because the thought of having to pee into this tiny thing is concentrating your brain on the wrong thing. And he was like, no, no. And then eventually I was like, I've had three of your children, Joseph Harrod, pee into a bigger receptacle. He was like, okay. And it worked. That's been my morning. Literally, I was like, some people have really clean, tidy, organized houses and well-behaved children and normal husbands. And I'm here trying to get my massive 43-year-old husband to pee into a jug with a nurse just working at my table whilst my children fight each other with chopsticks that they've made into ones. Ducks quacking in the background. Mm. Oh, I'll go and have a podcast with the world's most organised mum. TM. Uh, I've got a lot of busy stuff. I'm getting, but I'm busy. Uh, September is my busiest time of the year. And what's Mike doing, helpfully? Going away. Where's he going? Oh, somewhere in the UK. Oh, it's in the UK. Maybe like, I accidentally yeah. got a God go work conference in Mauritius. I was like, sorry, no. It's like, what do you mean, no? Yeah. I say no. Sorry, no. Doesn't work with my diary. It doesn't quite work like that, Gemma. Fuck's sake. You could send yourself somewhere. No, I'll be all right. But like, I've I've done that classic thing where I've bitten off more than I can chew, and I find, I'm going to file it under seem like a good idea at the time. Do you think you should? But you know, the world needs my help, so I'm I'm doing things. You know, and, I should be and, knowing some of the stuff that you're doing. I feel like this is something I should know about. No, you do. So, like, I I did the cluster buster. On the Rock the Houseworks, that was five episodes. Yeah. And I'm halfway through recording the boot camp, which goes live on Monday, right? I've still got two more to record. They're an hour each, right? That's five hours of content. And I need to test clean them. So guess what I'm going to be doing this weekend? I'm really <laughs> off. You could just come to my house. So many people have said that. Just come to my house and test clean yes, my house. Do they work with you? Do they have a legitimately huh. terrible house? <laughs> and then the week after, I'm, I'm going to record a classic Tom week. Ah. Uh, which, so which is good. So it's going to gently... So, so over those three series, it's like a really good block of content. But when I started Rock the Housework, I committed to doing two episodes a week, past three weeks. I'm doing fucking five. Like... like it's hashtag it seemed like a good idea at time you're not releasing all five of them in a week are you on the monday morning yeah so it's a block I suppose. you know so like on monday they a whole block for the boot camp yeah that's fair enough you wouldn't want to have to wait a week no and um, see what i mean like pe- people are asking for it and then like i've got youtube stuff Getting ready for winter. Like, I'm going to talk about my plugs. <gasps> and then what's happening? Oh, yeah. Organised Christmas night, I'm thinking. <laughs> when does Organised Christmas start? September the 5th. September the 5th. Remember when I first started working with you? Must have been. It was after Christmas. 
I had no awareness of organised Christmas. More fool me. Because then it, it came it, like a freight train. It's got a life of its own. And every year it always makes me laugh. Because every single year, someone always goes, this is ridiculous, live your life, live your life, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, right? I'm not living my life. Yeah, an organised life. And then normally, a few, like, a few weeks in, they'll go, actually... That's quite a good idea. Also, we just started it. Life in December whilst everyone else is running around like a blue ass fly. I'll be there in December huddled around my candle. With your Baileys. No, I can't afford Baileys. Oh, can't afford. Oh, dear. Not even like little own brand. I might. Like, yeah. Um, right. what's, what's been your positive of the week? It was your birthday. What did you do for your birthday? Oh, it was my birthday. Somebody sent me a lovely house plant. I forgot to tell you who it was from. Tell me who it was from. And I really couldn't tell who it's from. And then I read it and it said, Dear Chirpy. And I was like, Oh, okay, that's Gemma. Or her mum. But I don't think her mum's going to be sending me stuff. So I'm going to go with Gemma. Um, I had a lovely birthday, very nice birthday. Um, I lay in bed and read my book. I then went up to my mum's house for lunch. She made my favourite lunch. Mm, which is which is that she does this sort of Chinese chicken mm. deep fried noodles so they're crispy and this amazing sauce I mean it sounds unexciting but honestly it is the best thing in the world and then she kept my kids I went down read my book in the sun then she and my kids brought Kate down to my house it was great I just wanted oh. to be able to like sit and read yeah that's what I was able to do and I got lovely presents oh. and so I had a very nice birthday so that is my positive of the week what's your positive of the week Gemma Bray my negative of the week is I've got a sty oh I never sort of took on board my friend's daughter is really prone to styes and she sh- she was like you should have seen a sty she had last year and she went actually I've got a photo of it Mm. And I have never seen anything like it. Under in the eye, there's like the size of a baked bean. White spot. Mm. I was just like, how did she even? If that was me, I'd just be like in bed all day. I couldn't. Like, there's something so feels massive, doesn't it? Yeah, and pain like bruisy, painful. Anyway. And disorientating. I don't find it disorientating. What with a massive big big bean in your eye? Oh well, I've never had a massive big baked bean in my eye. But Tom she... had one last year and it he 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 <laughs> he looked like you have you seen that episode of Harry Potter where they Hermione puts a spell on Harry Potter? You've not seen it. But I've like seen, his eye gets really swollen. No, I've seen oh, the first four. Tom, Tom looked like Tom looked like that, and it was really, really painful. Um, but yeah, they're not nice eyes. No. What's your positive of the week, Gemma? Well, I don't really have one. Oh God! But in times of flux, 
Oh, I'm gonna break into song. I've been late in times of trouble. <laughs> Life won't lay. Oh, it's it's my microphone. I feel like I'm on. Lay me down. Um. <laughs> oh my god. You'll be getting earphones next. Yeah, yeah. In times of trouble, like in times of flux, we all know this. Oh, this is like how I created Tom and everything else. What were like a bridge over troubled water. Yeah. There's okay. a line that says in times of trouble. Like that. Yeah. In time. Yeah. But I don't think Paul Simon would have recognized I double down on organization. So that's how I find comfort it, in situations. Yeah. It's your it's your safe space. So like I'm like, okay, this is happening. On we have a spare cupboard underneath the stairs. I cleared it out last weekend whilst I was testing the clutter buster, right? Yeah. Killing two birds with one stone. Obviously. Um, and I'm gonna start creating stores and stocks. Not stocks out of, you know, like I mean like stocks. And um, that's that's the only thing that's going to make me feel comfortable in a topsy turvy world. Okay. That's good. Uh, nobody wants someone who is constantly hashtag living the best life. No, I'm like, I'm putting in the silent work at the moment. You do want someone that's constantly hashtag living the best life. I'm not sure with the podcast for you, really. Yeah, I want to live in my best life in broad says, had a lovely time. That's oh, before you go, I have to tell you this, laundrettes. Was I being unreasonable in this situation? Right. I am willing. I am willing for you to be judge and jury on this. Okay. We bought a sunbed, two sunbeds and an umbrella. It was hot. I wasn't going to sit on the sand. Don't like sand. Right. It's a problem when you go to the beach. Okay. Sat on the, I took Ben into the sea. A little paddle. Mike's on the sunbed. Fell asleep a little bit. Come back. There's a family underneath our umbrella. Okay. I'm like, bear in mind, we spent about 25 quid on this umbrella set, right? You rent it? Yeah, for the day, right? So I'm like, Mike, they can't make Wasn't all your stuff there? Yeah, Mike, I'm a lounger. Oh, right. what was Mike doing? Sleep. Oh. Right? So, like, so the loungers were in the sun, so the shade from the umbrella was behind the lounges, right? Family, picnic blanket, mum, dad, kid, bags no. under our umbrella. No. I'm like, oh God, I don't know what to do. This is awkward, awkward, awkward. So I'm, this is our umbrella? What I have to do in the end, when, as they started getting their sandwiches out, I was like, no, 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 okay. Oh God. So I was like, hi, hi. Um, Sorry, we're going to want to use the shade in a minute. Move our because it was getting towards like midday, but we yeah. need to move our sun lounges into the shade. Oh, sorry, we'll only be here for like 10 20 minutes. Um, sorry, sorry, I want to do it now. <laughs> and I was doing that really like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I paid this is actually mine. Sorry, and like. 
a lot of huffing and puffing they did actually move but I just thought to my, and we didn't genuinely need the shade I wasn't being a little shit about it I'd be Ben, like, ben is like he's got red hair he burns he needs the shade you know that's the whole reason why we got an umbrella in the first place <laughs> Mike's just like what just happened I'm like ah, I actually have no idea it's weird, yeah. It's weird that sort of thing. I, I don't. It, it is, isn't it? and I don't want to be a reasonable person. You know what my initial feeling in my gut was: yeah. avoid people at all costs. Just like that is why reclusive life is for me. Like just weird. Like what's happening? Why do I have to be? And then I bring out my worst self. So I'd just be like. This is my umbrella. You've got to move. I'm really sorry. That and Joe would be like, there was no nice fluff around that at all. And I'd be like, well, I, I didn't swear. I didn't swear. I didn't swear. I didn't pick their stuff up and move it. So, so yeah. So good luck today when you go to your beach at Mudderford. Mudderford. Beware of um, umbrella yeah. shade stealers. Yeah. Well, apparently, according to my mum, we're just going to spend most of the day in the car. So. Okay, well, good luck. Um, I feel like you should probably get a rig along. Say goodbye to the laundrettes. Bye!